What's up, everyone? What's up, Internet? Welcome to the Rad United Side Quest. I am your host, Superfly Steve, as usual, at Superfly Steve on Twitter. For those of you that have um, that are new to this series, um, the Rad United is split up in two different format of shows. The first show being me talking about stuff for about 45 minutes to an hour, which is the Rad United, the Rad United show, and this specific type of show, which is a side quest. And what we mean by side quest, it's super simple. I pick a topic, I talk about it for 20 to 25 minutes, and, and that's pretty much it. So for today, the topic of the day for today, this is not a daily thing, but the topic of the day for today is Battlefield 1, and, and these are my initial impressions of the game. Uh, the the only uh, thing I've, I've I've done is single player. The only the only aspect of the game I've played so far is the single player aspect of the game. So we're going to be looking at that together, and, and we're looking at that. I'm just going to kind of give you my impressions, and um, I wasn't. I said this in the in episode one, and if you've not listened to episode one, number one, I want you to do something: follow, subscribe, or, or whatever you need to do. Share it if you can. That that'd be awesome. Share it on Twitter. Share it on on. Various social media platforms. Number two, listen to that first episode. It'll give you a little bit of an idea of of um, what I'm about. My intro's in there as well. So you can kind of come back to this episode and be like, all right, now I know how the fuck he is. And, you know, they're swearing. Hey, that's the way I am. There's an explicit sign, explicit language sign there for a reason, all right? So, yeah, as I was saying, I wasn't too, too keen on, on this game. Uh, the E3 stuff that I saw, whatever. It didn't... It didn't Particularly strike me as something that I wanted to play. Now, when I saw the positive reviews that it was garnering last week, and and um, the the comments that I got from uh, work colleagues and, and from friends that that it was the real deal, I just had to find out for myself. For me, the proof was always in the pudding, so I needed to go taste the fucking pudding uh, and and uh, come back with this side quest and talk to you about it for about ten to fifteen minutes, or twenty, twenty five, half an hour. It doesn't matter. Um, here's the thing with Battlefield 1 you know this is going to be a special experience as soon as you jump in there's a couple seconds in the presentation is of a different variety and it's a very very innovative in the way that it, ca- it casts you into this World War 1 or Great War um, timeline and just the way that it's presented, and the way that you, as a player, travel are not—you're not meant to survive. So you're gonna die in these skirmishes, and it'll be a little overhead shot. Uh, John Smith, nineteen uh, or eighteen uh, seventy-two to nineteen sixteen, and then you move on to another player or another avatar i guess that has a different gun and it's just 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 that just the the first five to six minutes of the quote-unquote tutorial where you're learning how to play the games you're learning the the, the, the different um button inputs and whatnot you know that you're casting yourself into a game that is not like many games that you've played especially especially first person shooters it's not like many first person shooters that you've had the chance to play in the past five years in my humble opinion uh, and again, the way it's presented is is it's really what drew me into the single player campaign. I, I had my doubts about it. I wanted to jump in the multiplayer. When finally I decided to look, I'm going to put my thoughts to, um, to to voice, I guess, not the paper, and and 
give you my impressions of single player only. Multiplayer will come this Sunday when I pro- uh, produce, I guess, or record uh, episode two of the Rad United show. Uh, and then we can talk uh, at length about multiplayer and my many, uh, many, many deaths and respawns at places where I should not have respawned. Um, so, anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that then and we'll see if there's a, a massive difference, a massive divide between single um, and multiplayer. So, presentation-wise, go back to that. You, you don't necessarily feel like a Rambo-ish kind of heroic... You, these guys are heroes, obviously. I mean, they fought for freedoms and they fought for what they believed them in their believed in in their own uh, right. Depending on, regardless of what faction you were in, you fought for your country. So you're not you don't feel so after the first these these little single player campaigns or six of them, if I'm not mistaken, are all over the world. And there's little, obviously little side stories to them. They're little vignettes, if you want to put it in those terms. So with the first vignette, and even with the tutorial, the the, the, the gentlemen, the, the men that you incarnate um, on the battlefield that die quickly or die after you're done with your ammunition when, when you run out of bullets, you don't feel that they have that Rambo-ish quality to them. You... Definitely feel like you're a young man thrown into this war with a relatively small chance of surviving. And that's what Battlefield does very, very well. You feel like at any moment's notice, you can either get lost in the giant scope that was Europe at that time. Especially considering the fact that Transportation wasn't what it is today. Cars were kind of coming into play in, in, in the tens or whatever you want to call them in 1916 or 1914 or whatever. So it it wasn't it, that wasn't the main way, main method of transportation. Um, so you feel like you can get lost in this world, and you feel like you're just a little teeny ant. In a giant, giant world battle, in a great war, in a war to end all wars. And as as Battlefield says in its kind of intro text, it ended nothing. And you feel that. You get that sentiment when you're playing the game. Um, and, and again, that's where Battlefield 1 shines, is the approach. The way that you're thrown in the battle, it, it kind of it greatly resembles being deployed into war. I've never been to war myself, but I can only imagine the fear and the anxiety and um, thinking that you're and knowing for some, for most, um, that you will not be returning home and you will never see your loved ones again. And then again, you always had you also had that feeling of survival and. Um, wanting to see those loved ones again and doing whatever it took in order to push forward, always forward like Luke Cage. And, and you're getting that. You're getting that sentiment from these avatars. Even if it's a virtual experience, um, you're definitely getting the sentiment. Um, so with the first mission that I kind of just finished yesterday, I spent about two hours on it, give or take. Um, I, I took my time to enjoy... Pretty much everything in the sights and the sounds, and we'll get to that. And right off the bat, with the visuals, these little cutscenes are incredible. The mocap 
incredible. You, even though the interactions with these guys are limited, you don't necessarily, your avatar does, uh, your young soldier driver and, and now tank driver, uh, makeshift tank driver, has interactions with these characters, uh, whether it's his sergeant and, and um, some of the other uh, tank crew, and you immediately, whether you hate or love them, you immediately get attached to these characters. You immediately, I, the, the writing is such that they've done a fantastic job in attracting you to these characters. And it does a really good job in humanizing the soldier that you are taking control of. That that That's, and again, these are my initial impressions. This is two hours of gameplay. I'm not dwelling into the, the, the specifics of multiplayer or anything like that. This is what I saw and what I felt when uh, I popped the CD in, and uh, the CD, the, <laughs> the, the Blu-ray in, and um, I, I, I played that first, well, that tutorial and that first mission. So back to the way it looks, because let me tell you something, it does not get any any better current gen graphics wise. I don't think anything beats it. Maybe it's because it's from a first person's perspective and, you you know, it's very immersive and you're, you're in there and bullets are flying and things are happening and explosions and indestructible environments. Um, but I'm going to say this again, it is one of the best-looking games this generation. If not the best, in my opinion, out of what I have played. If there's something else, feel free. Tweet at me or, or you know, comment. Wh- whatever you want to do. Um, and let me know what you what you think about it. And we'll cover it. We'll cover it in Rad United on Sunday. Whatever it may be. At SuperflySteve on Twitter. So the graphics are awesome. We've established this. It looks fantastic. But most importantly, it sounds fast, uh, fantastic. And what I did is I, um, I wanted, I was playing it late at night. I was playing around eleven ish, and you know, my, my, my fiance sleeping. There's, obviously, I'm in an apartment building. I'm not going to start blasting this full, you know, full blast uh, to to eleven. So what I did is is put my, you know, plug in my my uh, noise canceling headphones, same headphones I have now on now, um, to really immerse myself in the sound and. The screams, the moans, and the groans as these young men are being, you know, just torn apart. Literally torn apart by, by these World War One weapons. It, it really what makes it, it... It's really what makes it a technological wonder, in my opinion, for this generation. But again, don't get it twisted. The game looks fantastic. It looks, it looks impeccable. And, and I can't get over um, how beautiful of a game... EA has created um, on this platform, and and part of me is curious to see how this is going to look on a Pro or, or a PS4 Pro or the other Xbox console in 4K. If, if this would run in 4K, I'm very curious to see how those colors are going to pop. I'm pretty sure the, the frames are going to stay the same, but those colors are going to just, even though it's drab and it's kind of like mm, mediocre... But it's going to pop off that screen. A 4K, beautiful, impeccable screen. I'm very curious to see what it's going to look like. And kudos to them and kudos to that team for doing a fantastic, fantastic job. Um, I want to go back into the vignettes. Like I was saying, they're all little vignettes. I think there's like six little episodes of different players cast off in different uh, parts of the world as the conflict is happening of the Great War. 
this is something incredible to explore for DLC. And, and I don't want to exploit something like that. Obviously, these companies see dollar signs. And you have to understand that. The sooner or later, you're going to have to understand it. So the sooner you understand that as a gamer, the better. Or the consumer in general. That companies just want to make money. And they want to make money on off of you because you are clearly interested in their product. So I see that these little vignettes, which are two hours apiece, multiply that by six. If there's six of them, that's 12. That's not too bad. 12 hours of single-player gameplay. Solid single-player gameplay with very legitimate cutscenes with um, compelling gameplay and, and challenging at times as well. And that first mission, I, I was rushing a little point at some point. I, it was tough for me. Uh, maybe I was tired because I was playing so late, but I was rushing at one point. Maybe this is something that these game studios can explore. And what I mean by that is, is yeah, that's the initial offering. So six, two-hour little vignettes or, or, or episodes, which they're doing. Telltale's doing, but episode per episode. And this is a AAA title, the title I'm talking about. Not to say that these Telltale games like Batman and, and Tales from the Borderlands are not AAA games. But this is a Battlefield. And, and this is an $84 or in Canada, $91 dollar adventure here that you're paying for um what i'm suggesting is whether it's with free downloadable content crossing my fingers that that would be it especially if i'm paying you almost 100 fucking dollars for your game or unfortunately for our wallets paid downloadable content they could use these vignettes in order to shorten their production cycle say all right we have the six that we need while we're finishing up and debugging and going through alpha and beta, you guys continue working on three to four to five to six more of these, which we can release as DLC individually or packed. A uh, triple, uh, uh, triple pack of stories uh, taking you from, uh, um, I don't know, the Battle of, of uh, Hannenberg to um, uh, conflict with the Ottoman Empire to Serbia to assassinate the assassination of France for <laughs> Um, so there's a big opportunity there, not only for Battlefield and not only for first-person shooters, but really for everyone to um, to exploit. Unfortunately, I don't use that word, but that's what it is, to exploit these little vignette story modes. Um, story modes have been, either these days, you know, Street Fighter didn't have it for like seven months. I think it released, Street Fighter released in February, if I'm not mistaken, and they didn't have Street Fighter, uh, they didn't have their story mode out until June. So four months, but, you know, um, maybe that's something they can explore. Little vignettes, so a little Ryu vignette, a little Dalsim vignette. That's for the fighting genre. Sports genre can do the same. Uh, these these uh, uh, FIFA started out with the franchise mode, the journey. Well, they could do several journeys and different stories as they're doing with Battlefield. It's something to explore. I know you don't want to spend too much on single player, especially these days, unless you're playing... Uh, an experience like the the, the Witcher or, or Dark Souls or whatever it may be, where you're, it's a more expansive universe and, and you're spending all of your resources on creating that universe. But this is something that people can exploit. Uh, so so two hours, you know, two now two hours and fifteen minutes into Battlefield One, and, and this is definitely a step forward in, in video gaming. Uh, it's an achievement in innovation, in my opinion, and in storytelling as well. And then that's something that needs to be said and needs to be lauded and needs to be um, recognized regardless of what you think of EA. 
regardless of your feelings on the genre, regardless of your feelings of, of Battlefield as a whole, um, in terms of the, the way the game plays. So it's not as arcadey as Call of Duty. We've established this. It's not heroes like Overwatch. Um, it's not Destiny. Clearly not. Uh, however, this is something that we need to see. So there needs to be, in my opinion, for the future, these games need to have these meaty single-player experiences if they want to compete with some some of the best game studios around, and who do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about guys like CD 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 CD. That's how you say it in French. I'm talking about guys like CD Projekt Red. So CD Projekt Red, who releases a a, a, a 200 hour game DLC included, and I don't know how much they charged extra for DLC. I don't even know if they, if it was even paid DLC. Hit me up on Twitter and correct me if that's the case. At Superfly Steve at Superfly Steve. Uh, the uh, link to the tweet, uh, the link to my Twitter is in the description. But these guys are producing a 200 hour game. So it, it's becoming less and less easy to produce either an incomplete game or a game which includes solely a multiplayer aspect and next to no single player. You can't do that anymore. You can't do it anymore because. The advent, people. I think people are going back into retro gaming because they want to get that feeling of couch co-op again. And I'll tell you this much, especially about Battlefield 1, if there's one drawback for me, I haven't explored this, but if there was some couch co-op option, because screens are getting bigger anyways. I understand when I had a 32-inch CRT, or not even, like a 21-inch CRT or 20-inch CRT, it was shitty to play Golden Island. But we still fucking did it, and we had a fantastic time. Imagine with my 42-inch, imagine with a 70-inch fucking 4K resolution TV, Couch Co-op suddenly is a very good, a very incredible possibility. Split the screen right down the middle and have those moments that we so are longing for so much especially with and that's why that's that's why we are going back to these retro games because either we're playing them by ourselves we're either collecting them and getting back to get buying back the games that we had as kids but we're also i have a room set up specifically for retro and people sit down with me and we play whatever street fighter mario kart mario all-stars the camaraderie and just sitting down having a beer and sitting down so, uh, to get back to my point, I mean, it's very, it's going to be very difficult for people to produce, for studios to produce, and publishers and developers and evil corporations, to produce these skinny, bare-bone games. That That's going to be a dying genre, in, in, especially if there's titles that come out like this. Now, again, 12 hours of single player is not 200. But you don't want that from a first-person shooter. You're gonna go crazy, and you're gonna want that. Fe- you're gonna have that feeling, that need of wanting to compete with humans and see. All right, let's go see what these, um, what the people online are doing with this, and that's where the appeal is because you're leveling, leveling up a character and growing and uh, unlocking a uh, different slew, a different variety of um, weapons and, and, and uh, upgrades for your avatar for your your. Your soldier in, in Battlefield 1 terms. So, yeah, Battlefield 1, look, I mean, 
make an opinion for yourself. Don't listen to mine. I mean, you're listening to mine and thank you very much for doing so. And thanks for hitting the follow and subscribe button because that's what you're going to do after hearing this. Please (laughs) tell your friends. But you got to play this game. And that's, that's it. If you like video games and you like a compelling single-player experience, just to begin with, because these are my single-player impressions, initial Battlefield single-player impressions, do yourself a favor, rent it, borrow it from a friend. Maybe don't borrow it from a friend because he's probably, probably playing it and you want to be playing with him eventually online, but pick it up. For you guys in Canada, I'm sorry. Yeah, man, it's like 90 bucks. But what else is coming out? You know, Dishonored. Yeah, there's some good stuff coming out. But if you want something that you're going to be able to play with friends because of the fact that everyone's picking this up eventually and word is kind of spreading and the positive reviews are getting people to buy it, then pick it up. Until next time, guys, this has been episode two of our side quest. We're about 21 minutes in and that's where I want to leave these things. 20 minutes, you're doing this, you're running a 5K. If, you've run, if you are finishing up your 5K and you're not quite there yet, oh, hey man, keep pushing, keep pushing hard and controlling that breathing. I gotta go. See you soon on Sunday. We're going to be publishing episode two of The Rad United. If you've not done so, please hit the follow button. Tell your friends. Follow me on Twitter at SuperflySteven. I will be with you super soon. Stay rad. Later.